Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Ellis Mountains. Well, we've entered the month of December and probably I'm guessing that you've started to get yourself ready for Christmas. Um, Whether it's shopping, have you done some shopping already? A little bit. Yep. Or some decorating. Mm -hmm. We both have our trees up at this point and uh, put up some lights outside. Um, Gave me a Christmas card today. I did. So, yeah. um, Things are starting to happen as far as Christmas is concerned and that type of season. So, as we have in the past, um, we wanted to find a plant that somehow made its way into Christmas traditions. And we're not going to get into the tradition portion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the plant. And um, we'll leave the, the research up to you as far as the tradition aspect. But we want to talk about mistletoe yeah. today. Because uh, mistletoe seems to have crept its way into Christmas traditions for whatever reason. Um, but I don't know or didn't know too much about mistletoe and its habitat and where it grows and the fun facts that we always bring. So, um, that's what we did. We researched mistletoe and we want to talk a bit about it today. So I'll let you take the stage. All right. So a little description on it. There is, from what I found anyway, like two main like looks to mistletoe. So there's a hardwood mistletoe that has thick green leaves that are nearly oval in shape. And, um, and there's also a conifer mistletoe that has really small, thin leaves that are pretty much almost non-existent. So I think the one that we typically think of when we think of mistletoe is more of the hardwood mistletoe. And it does have small, sticky berries that can be white, pink, or red. And are usually ripe between October and January, so it makes it perfect for Christmas time. It is actually a parasitic plant that grows on different trees. Yeah, I thought that was the crazy part. Yeah. I really didn't know. Yeah, me it either. You know, it doesn't thrive on the ground. It uses trees. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, I don't know, makes its way into the branches. Mm-hmm. And that's how it lives. It, uh, takes its water and nutrients from the branches of the trees. Yeah. So healthy trees can typically tolerate a few mistletoe branch infections, but individual branches can sometimes be weakened and even killed from the mistletoe itself because it pulls so much of the nutrients. Um, Mistletoe plants, like a lot of plants, are either male or female. The females are the ones that produce the berries, which have the seeds. Um, The berries are actually poisonous to humans, so... Not a good snack for Christmas time. Oh man. <laughs> and the seeds that come in the berries, they're often transported and dropped off through birds. Um, they're a good snack for birds in the higher canopies, or if they're even on higher branches, they'll sometimes fall off with the berries and get on lower branches, and that's how the infection continues. Yeah, we'll get to this a little bit more later in okay. fun facts that expands a little bit on that. Yeah, so we wanted to cover the species of mistletoe that actually was found in Pennsylvania. And you kind of hit on these Mm -hmm. um, in your description of the leaves. But so the first one is Eastern Dwarf Mistletoe. And that actually ranges from Newfoundland to Saskatchewan, um, all the way south New Jersey and Pennsylvania, the Great Lakes states. But the thing to point out is it has a specific site where it hangs out. Um, And that's, it grows in bogs, peaty wetlands, um, it has a host tree, 
Okay. And the host tree is a black spruce. So Interesting. it's hard to find those in this particular area. Uh, I did pull up a map um, and found specifically it looks like it likes to grow in the Poconos. Okay. Makes sense. It's mm-hmm. a higher terrain over there. There's a lot of bogs, wetlands over there. Um, and I guess black spruce as well. So pinpointing some locations I saw uh, on the map in front of me right now. Um, Wayne County specifically. Pike County, Monroe County, there's a site, at least one site in Lackawanna County, and a couple sites right on the border between Wyoming County and Sullivan County. It's kind of all around us. Yeah, I didn't see any in Susquehanna County, unfortunately. Um, I think we were talking about before, we mm-hmm. both like to see it. Yeah. And maybe have, I don't know. It's kind of odd and peculiar the way it grows, so mm-hmm. if you were to see it right now during the winter... Uh, it would be the only thing that would be green in the top of the tree. So okay. kind of look like the tree's alive, uh, but not so. It's mm-hmm. parasitizing the tree. It's evergreen, um, so it's going to stay green all year long. Um, so that's that's the one species, and that's kind of found you know in the northern counties. Um, the other one that you mentioned that had those broader, the bigger leaves, mm-hmm. um, that one is oak mistletoe. Uh, and that grows specifically in the southeast part of the state. Uh, it's broader range, doesn't seem to get much farther than Kansas. Okay. Um, but generally it grows in the mid-Atlantic or southeast states. Um, this one specifically I saw uh, Franklin County, Chester County, Delaware County, and Schuylkill County. Okay. As the possible sites where they've located it. Um, doesn't seem to get too much farther north than that. Um, over in Jersey grows a little bit. Is it kind of like a elevation thing maybe? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't look into that specific aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be that you know it can't tolerate cold weather. That's true. Um, yeah, I didn't cover that one. Uh, and so this one actually grows on branches of deciduous trees. Um, 100 different trees that it'll grow on. Wow. Um, not specific to just oak like it's name tends to allude to um so they mentioned a couple pecan hickory uh red maple black gum so those are some of the trees you might see it growing on but um yeah i thought that was a a cool species as well or actually both of them Mm -hmm. that Um, is cool yeah uh so a little bit of life history on it so if you're wondering how it got its name mistletoe because it is a little bit of a different name i did find that it was derived from early observations that mistletoe would often appear in places where birds had left their droppings. And so that the missile is a word that actually means dung. And then tan is the word for twig, thus mistletoe means dung on a twig. Okay. So. <laughs> There's a fun fact and we haven't even got there yet. Yeah. So <laughs> that is where it gets its name then. Okay. Mm. Uh, so in a broader sense... As we get to more fun facts, uh, there's actually roughly 1,300 to 1,400 different plants worldwide uh, that are called mistletoe. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's not just specific to the United States, um, Europe, Africa, all around the world. And the white berries of the oak mistletoe, they're actually poisonous. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about this already. They could cause stomach intestinal irritation, lowered blood pressure, slow pulse. So not a good idea to ingest those. 
mistletoe actually produces the berries and they're irresistible to birds like mm -hmm. you mentioned yep um and the birds consume them and deposit the seeds where they roost yes so uh, the seeds found inside the berries are actually covered with a sticky material and that material is called biskin okay so it's so indestructible that it remains incredibly sticky even after passing through the birds. That's crazy. So this is kind of where the life cycle begins. So it passes through the birds, um, hits the branches below. That's where the mistletoe embryo germinates and it first generates a small stem. Uh, and then it develops an adhesive disc and that attaches the tree bark. Mm -hmm. And then they, they say that there's a, a suction tube called a storium and that grows out of the middle of the adhesive disc and that pushes through the tree bark into the germ layer or the cambium as okay. we know it so it's kind of like a taproot then yep and um it forms what they say is a sinker and um that's where they get the water uh the minerals the nutrients to actually thrive so that's what we'd consider maybe the roots mm -hmm. um uh, we've talked about a couple different aspects of mistletoe and how it may be bad, but uh, it turns out that mistletoe is ac actually uh, ecologically important, and they found it to be a keystone species. Oh, wow. In fact, a um, study that has mentioned that forests with a moderate amount of mistletoe are actually more diverse and ecologically healthy. Wow, that's so awesome. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it provides the, the seeds for birds. Mm -hmm. and uh, as a food source and a host of other animals as well. And it's almost like a natural pruning mechanism for trees too. Yeah. So, huh. so those are some fun facts that I found. Awesome. Yeah. And that leads us to... We got a joke. Okay. So it's kind of a Christmassy joke as well. Throw it in there. So why do reindeer wear shoes? Uh, why do rain reindeer wear shoes? To cover their mistletoes. Hey, <laughs> that was pretty creative. <laughs> you said you made that one up. I did. All right, yeah. well, congrats. Thanks. <laughs> yep. All right, well, I guess that does it for today's show. Uh, if you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and there you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions, or you can make comments about the show. And you can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>